Hello, this is Pea. Welcome to Pink Podcast, the audio version of my blog Pink Pages. Join me as I discuss topics about being a girl and being a millennial. This podcast episode is supported by Anchor. As they say, we all have our own ways. Every one of us varies in how we approach things. For instance, you'd rather travel alone than travel with your friends. You help others by giving donations rather than doing acts of service. You like it better to communicate in person than make an online exchange. In most of the things we do, there are certain styles that we prefer over the other. Love is no exception. We too have our own preferences in expressing our love to one another. You've probably heard about love languages, which basically refer to the ways we express our affection to other people. The roots of this idea can be traced in 1992, when Dr. Gary Chapman published the New York Times best-selling book The Five Love Languages. In his book, Chapman described the ways we communicate our love, which can be classified into following, words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service and physical touch. Perhaps you find yourself speaking one of the five love languages that Chapman introduced. In case you haven't figured out yet, you may try taking the quiz at the five love languages. But generally, if you belong to the language of words of affirmation, you are the type of person who to often say I love you and I appreciate you to other people. If you speak the love language of quality time, you love sharing moments with your loved one whether there's something to do or it's just a laid-back time. Meanwhile, if you are fond of giving and receiving tokens of appreciation, you speak the receiving gifts language. If you do things that help and benefit the other person even in the simplest way, you speak the love language of acts of service. Finally, if you like hugs and caresses, you speak the physical touch language. In a romantic setting, it is important to find out the love language of your partner on top of knowing what you personally prefer in a relationship. This technique is considered as one of the primary keys in making the relationship work. As you become aware of how your partner communicates, you also avoid misunderstandings and potential arguments. There are common unfavorable scenarios that happen when we try not to discover our partner's approach in a relationship. To illustrate an example, suppose that your love language is receiving gifts. To make your partner feel special, you give him gifts that you think would make him happy and grateful for. You give something on most occasions, whether there's something to celebrate or it's just a simple surprise. Let's say that you're on the latter part of the dating stage, and on the 10th gift you've sent, you started to feel that things are unfair. The relationship doesn't feel like a give and take, because you kept on giving but you weren't receiving as much. Out of those 10 gifts, you only received one gift in return. You started questioning the situation and even called out your partner, telling him that his efforts are not being enough for you. Given that you didn't consider his style, What you miss finding out is that he's actually not the type who would send gifts every now and then. For him, love is best communicated through quality time, where he would rather take you to places than play along with the random gifts you are giving. Since using material things to symbolize his affection isn't his thing, he reciprocates your efforts in another way which he thinks is better and makes him more comfortable. Unfortunately, these efforts are being overlooked as you kept focusing on your own preference. All this time, you expected him to speak the same love language even if this kind expression doesn't reflect his style. It is easy to feel that something is wrong if you take the idea that what you give is what you should get. It must be noted that give and take in a relationship doesn't work this way, especially if there are other parts of your personality that are contradicting. 
Love language, in particular, shall always be considered by both partners. The openness to respect and understand each other's expression are important to avoid being blinded by your own desires. It would impact the way you compromise and look at the situation especially when things get off. The next time you date someone, try to ask what's his love language. This could sort of manage your expectations and could even give you ideas on your next step to make the relationship go deeper. It's a pleasure to share my thoughts with you. If you want other stories like this, you can check the other episodes here at Pink Podcast or you may visit my blog at herpinkpage.wordpress.com. Thank you.